Can you hear me? I can hear you. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. That's, that that's that brand new microphone sound. How's it sound? How's it look? Nice. Yeah. Um, actually, you can turn it up a little bit if you, if possible. Better, better. Better, better, me? better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's that brand new microphone. I'm holding it like I don't have a stand because I'm on my bed, but like it's like <laughs> I'm holding it like a like a fucking New York rapper right now. Fuck it's, yeah. It's like, and just like, yeah, son, word is born. <laughs> <laughs> about to go off. Like about to go off. Stand up, Staten Island, Brooklyn, Jersey. <laughs> Dude, <it's... laughs> All right, you want to do your uh your very your like intro, your fucking Oh yeah. Your, oh, yeah. your Morgan Freeman. Your fucking Morgan the universe is crazy, but I've got a lot of questions or whatever the hell he said. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. The night's winding down, and so is the music. As you pass by the back room, you see a light still aglow. Voices carry through the door, and you can hear laughter and the sound of glasses slamming against a table. Toasts rise on the midnight air as do lamentations and the unmistakable sounds of barroom politics. You enter the scene to take your seat at the table as we invite you to sit back, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy the show. This is Drinking and Dance After Hours. To drinking and dance after hours another facet of drinking and dance at the end of the world except lacking all of the grace sentiment and fleeting sobriety of the original this show is the that one uncle that comes to every family reunion looking like he's finally got his shit together but by the end of it is asking you for money even though you're only 12 this is celtic <laughs> speaking and with me today is my co-host and brother-in-arms, a gentleman and a scholar, a fellow who wears the same hoodie every single day as if daring the world to say shit, the Invincible Feathers. How's it going, my dude? It's going well, and I am wearing a hoodie right now. I fucking knew it. Oh, yeah. It's cold as shit in my, like, okay, the way my room works is that mm -hmm. like, I'm in the basement. It's already naturally cool, but the upstairs, hot as hell. See, so the way my, my housing situation is set up is I got my basement, and I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> see, you know what happened is, uh, <laughs> I got to check it in the savings, put all my money in the savings, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, it's cold as hell. Like, but we need to keep it that way to like have everyone upstairs like not burn to cinders. Dude, know? I'm about it. Yeah, so. but I mean, like, I uh, I have this thing where like I don't notice how cold it is, and I think it's because I'm white. Um, but, <laughs> you know, cause I, I think it might be due to being pigmentally challenged, but I, uh, I have this thing where like, I will walk around, like I had King Charles, uh, staying at my place 
when I was still living in Los Angeles and uh, he'd be like, yo, bro, can we, can we turn the, 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 the air conditioner like down a little bit? And I'm like, well, what's going on? You know? And I'm looking at him. He's like under like two blankets and a hoodie and I'm walking around in just my basketball shorts. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. My bad. No, That's... yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a pigmentally challenged thing. Mm. And I hang out, uh, hang around nothing but like fucking white people. So everyone looking at me crazy, <laughs> like I got a problem. Why are you so cold? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like it's because it's cold. Okay. Mm. Like what, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, uh, like, we descended from the North. It's cold yeah, up exactly. there past the wall. Yeah. yeah. I'll have you niggas like, come on down to fucking Arizona or Las Vegas. And then, then talk to me. Oh my God. It's so hot. As I'm like. <laughs> this is what my people were adapted for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a fucking reason I don't live in either of those states, though. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, precisely sure, because of that. Because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, so, it's sticky and I don't like it. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm in the mountains. So, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what are you drinking today? Oh, here, listen to this shit. Oh, Ooh, look at that. Mm. I love oh, that sound. It's called uh, <laughs> White Wine by the fucking The Infinite Monkey Theorem. Oh, dude, Urban I love Winery. Infinite. Yeah, I love Infinite Monkey. Yeah. I yeah. just like saw it and I was just like, I love chimpanzee. The art was just so good that I had to get it. Like, For those who have never seen it, it's a chimpanzee. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a chimpanzee. Like, chin- oh, chimpanzee as imagined by Travis Scott because it's trippy ass artwork. Solid. So, this is this your first experience with wine in a can? Oh no! Like I, I'll take wine in any form, at any time. Like it is just Fuck yeah. the best. All right. Well, what you drinking, Dow? Uh, yeah. Well, I am not even embarrassed to say that I'm drinking a lime marita. Oh. Um. Yeah. 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 Because it's cheap and it's uh, tall and it's like eight percent and it just makes me feel happy inside. So. Whatever works. Um, so the topic of today's discussion is dancers and social media. Um, and we're just gonna we're just gonna you know delve into this this uh, philosophical exploration of the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to dancers getting online and sharing their thoughts. Uh, and I want to I want to <laughs> preface all of this with saying that first off, dancers are my most favorite people in the world. Um, like we're 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 the best, but also we are some goofy, goofy motherfuckers. Like oh yeah, we are. Oh I my will God. I will stand off to the side and watch other dancers talk and and wax poetic and philosophize and just expound the mysteries of the universe and i will sit back and go just think to myself this is some goofy shit but i love y'all i love y'all very much so uh without further ado let's let's get into it uh feathers you have some thoughts i mean okay like we goofy as hell because like every dancer every single one like is all like hmm an artistic expression so it makes you think about the world differently but people mm-hmm. don't really realize that like thinking about it differently 
like doesn't really make you a free thinker it just kind of makes you a different thinker so like you know but you're just part of another group but like for some reason you like you think it elevates you above certain people and sometimes like you know yes like you're just slightly above some of the knuckle draggers like throughout the world and everything (laughs) but on the other hand some of those knuckle draggers just have more wisdom than you they're like certain people that i know cannot expound their thoughts with perfect diction and fucking you know like apostrophes and semicolons but they're Mm. still a lot smarter they just say it a lot simpler it's just yeah but like i don't know i mean there's many forms there's many forms of intelligence and i don't think people in general in our society value uh forms of intelligence that aren't packaged in a particular white way so yeah i mean there's something to be said for that oh yeah and it's like i don't know i'd be getting tired of people talking about like oh you curse too much like you would get your point across so well if there weren't so many profanities and i'm like first of all uh jesus isn't real and he's not watching (laughs) me do this shit second of all Even if he is real, I don't think he cares that much. Like, well, that this, uh, ex- this this other dancer doesn't need to curse to get his point across. Oh well, I God. do, so fuck him and fuck you too. <laughs> think I give a fuck about a Grammy? Most of the can end. <laughs> God, man. Yeah, Eminem be dropping all kinds of gems. But yeah, I don't get it. I really don't understand like why dancers get on this fun. I get why they get on this high horse, but sometimes it's just fucking unbearable. Especially when I know that like, I don't know, like that your intelligence level, like your life experience isn't one such that you could really expound upon everything. Like mm-hmm. I say it all the time. I'm not that smart. I just put words together really well, but I'm not like, smart okay like neither is candace owens neither is ben shapiro neither is like don lemon it doesn't matter i could be a like it's easy to be a pundit of ideas okay it's easy to do that it's easy to speak philosophically and speak well and people are like oh my god he's so smart nigga i'm not smart i ain't (laughs) like fucking how dare you yeah like bill gates is smart Ask that dude about, like, how malaria spreads, and he will tell you, okay? Mm. But, like, you know, I don't know. Like, dancers are weird. Dance, uh, or just artists in general. Like, let's not pin this just to dancers because, oh, my God, artists uh, definitely. Well, we speak, like, on oh. what, we speak on what we know, you know? And yeah. I think there's this thing with artists. There's a lot of misconceptions already about what it takes to be creative and what it takes to just do art and what art even is mm. so and, and a lot of those misconceptions not only do we as artists buy into uh ourselves but we like you know we turn around and we we sell it to the public as well so there's a whole mechanism with that but yeah we are specifically talking with about dancers because that's primarily the art form that we uh we practice i mean I know, I know you produce music i paint i write i do all this other shit but like you know dance is yeah. what the, the the central theme is so i want to i want to start off by kind of talking about because before we get okay how do i want to say this before we get really shit-faced and really just going in <laughs> i want <laughs> i want to take these last few moments with sober rob and sober kyle to talk about the all the good that social media uh does 
for dancers and how dancers use it effectively. And then we can go into everything that is just so horribly wrong. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I feel like uh, dancers, because you have an expanded worldview, because like you know, you're introduced to all of these like meldings of different cultures and backgrounds. You definitely have like more social graces and like a little bit more empathy, like to genuinely accept someone's ideas mm. uh, a little bit more. And I mm -hmm. think that I like I see that like it's just more. I can see more of an attachment to logic than I do with like um you know other people that like kind of like are in this like kind of bubble and i think that like you know even though dance can become a bubble in and of itself yeah that that bubble like usually has more people included in it so therefore you know there's a lot more understanding and everything there's a lot more you know patience when it comes to deferring ideas, you know, and I, I feel like, you know, dancers, because they see the plight of other people, they're definitely a little bit more active, um, at least uh, from what I can see, like in, you know, at least disgusting, like it's better, it's better for discourse, it, you know, I find myself like being able to speak to a dancer and then they're like, you know, they're not actively trying to trounce on my ideas. They're like mm. trying to express their ideas and then like, you know, see which ones like, you know, where we conflict, where we can agree, but it's not necessarily about, you know, domination. You know, you're not going to see a compilation on YouTube. Dancer destroys argument from conservative pundit. <laughs> like you're not going to see a fucking dumbass also, title like that. Can we just can we talk real quick about how every fucking headline now is like so and so destroys Donald Trump. So and so eviscerates Candace <laughs> Oh, I hate so that word. Is fucking it? murders. Like, and, and I'm like, this is a head. It's like CNN printed this like this fucking you know, I mean, the only place I don't see that nowadays is like NPR, like the last fucking vestige of like trying to be a professional news organization. Yeah, it's like NPR, BBC. I'm like, yeah, like those those Brits are savage, but they're savage in a way that isn't like overtly like visceral. It's very like it's like the difference between like a broadsword and a rapier, like <laughs> like, you know. Americans are broadswords. Swing that shit, eviscerate. Like, mm. like you know, everyone else is like a foil. It's like, oh, yeah. like nice little stab here, and then oh. death by a thousand cuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Harry. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fucking dance. It's a political. You know, it's it's, it's uh, sidestepping and parry and thrust and and all that shit. And with us, it's just like fucking. You take you take the big sword and you take you you fucking stick the pointy end in whatever you want to die. Yeah. I know. But yeah, I mean, it's just like I look at these like so and like Stephen Colbert destroys, and I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, he's yeah, it's it's just fucking red meat. Like here, here, you fucking animal, just eat it. We know you <laughs> want this shit. Like, yeah, and and yeah. I mean Colbert, like he used to be fucking brilliant. He was a satirist, man. Like when he was doing the Colbert rapport, like mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if anybody listening to this remembers that shit, but like he he got invited to the White House correspondents' dinner to speak in front of the president because they actually thought he was a conservative. And so he has this like unique moment in American history where he just gets up, is like two feet from the president, and just roasts the shit out of him for like 20 minutes all while pretending to be on his side and it was just fucking masterful and then you you take that and then he goes into like network television 
and then just loses all of his fucking brilliance because now he's just like Jimmy Kimmel and and fucking uh, whoever else is on that circuit. Yeah, the thing is that, like, you know, the talk show host circuit is just so, I mean, like, you have to have a lot of uh, comedic timing and everything. And unfortunately, without, like, the the brilliance of like nine of the act and it's unfortunately not his fault because he (laughs) comedy central owns that character yeah you know even though it's him you know but that like whole concept and show is like definitely something that he cannot repeat unfortunately without you know whatever network he's on like buying back the rights to that and they don't want to do that because they're like oh we have a good enough thing with you just hosting that show but yeah yeah it's just it's just sad to see so it's it's you know down to the 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 lowest common denominator but uh, um yeah back to specifics like regarding uh dance and social media i'd say like the great the great part about it um is that it is now an aspect of business it is an aspect of promotion like we have access to the entire world to like promote the art that we create in a way that our predecessors didn't have 10 years ago. Oh yeah. And I think that like, because of that, like raising of social awareness, like, I don't know, a lot of people do, I mean, we'll get into this. Like they overrate the, you know, the impact of like, you know, kind of um, internet movements, but you know, with a broader brush, you know, we're getting like, even though like there isn't a lot that sticks you know, percentage wise, because it's a broader brush, you end up having more progress um, happen. And I think that like being able to see this continuous um, effort and push is that it's it's definitely good to see, especially like from dancers, just because I mean, I think that like, I I just feel like uh, dancers, for some reason, because they're forced to interact with people, just because (laughs) it's a very social, um, you know, a very social art form. By its nature, yeah. Yeah, like I think that um, they're usually better about having some good graces and like being able to like you know really rally. And I I don't know, I really appreciate that about like um, dancers just in general. Yeah, and the social media aspect, like it's kind of in a way. I mean, I know this has been said to death, but it is is kind of the equalizer because like you are able to like anybody can broadcast a signal, and that's both good and bad because you get people that don't know what the fuck they're doing broad broadcasting a signal and trying to like hop on movements and shit and you know Mm -hmm. exploiting um but in general like it 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 allows like king charles for example my mentor like you know makes his living from dance in a way that he wouldn't have been able to do uh, a decade ago without just constantly being on the road uh in the industry Whereas, like, these days he can work completely and entirely through underground um, and, and you know, be able to pay the bills uh, because he's constantly, like, he's using his Instagram wisely. He's using his, you know, Facebook, all these platforms strategically, uh, and it allows him to actually build uh, a viable business. Oh, yeah. And I think that um, that's definitely uh, something that's, like, great about um, social media especially for dancers but you know for every art form but um you know it's the it's the lack of gatekeepers you don't have to go through madonna or drake or anyone to be on tour um constantly and get like shit pay because they don't want to budget for you not because they don't have the money but because they don't want to budget for you mm-hmm. and you know you can make your own career like using some you know some internet savvy some marketing strategies and things of that nature and i think that um you know 
like it's like i think charles is definitely like one of the first generation to be able to like kind of do that just because you know oh he was an early adapter absolutely yeah you know especially like when it comes to chicago footwork an art form that you know despite growing significantly is still really small in the grand scheme of things but i don't know we're seeing some something take off take 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 (laughs) off take (laughs) i both uh appreciate and regret that you have access to that music oh yeah (laughs) because every time i see you it's like whoa whoa yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um but yeah that's it's and it's funny too because dancers and the whole grand hierarchy of art we are let's face it pretty dependent on other artists like we Mm, are not able we are an art form that is not able to be standalone um painters uh graphic designers uh writers poets musicians all of them they don't need fucking anybody else they can just go on and and create their thing post it and they have all you know they have all the rights to it etc we are dependent on musicians Mm. uh and that sucks that sucks but like it's also it's it's just the nature of our art form you know so it's also that's that's the the other weird part about uh the social media thing is that in order for us to survive we need to post like videos of us dancing which also requires music which also has copyright and so we get into this whole tricky fucking area that dancers love to bitch about um on social media and since you are both a musician and a dancer kyle what do you think about this honestly like i think that like a lot of these larger it's it's only an issue when it comes to these large conglomerates um you know kind of music labels like it's it's the warners or time warner and um capital and um, sony music group it's like these larger companies that kind of buy up the rights and then like try their best to like get everybody signed because then they can kind of monetize that um you know they man they monetize but they make sure that their brand is secure so they make sure that nothing that could ever be like slightly controversial or mm-hmm. you know would mess with their brand is ever able to be published so they block the music and it's shitty shitty like it's just oh sing it brother yeah it's so bad because like these companies like refuse to adapt they don't understand that they'd be making more money just allowing like for advertisements to be run on youtube and to be run on spotify and Mm -hmm. every other um you know platform because they don't really understand or get or like you know or they're trying to make all of the money and i think it's like very paralyzing um you know, like it's something that extends from like this human, like, like very this need for comfort. I don't know what it is like with these larger corporations, but they like want to make all of the money or none of the money. So it's like, you know, OK, well, we're not going to allow this dance video. We could run advertisements, um, but we don't want you to mess with the brand because that will lose us like more money in the long run. And it's like, no, the fuck it won't like, you know, like someone <laughs> like doing like and a lot of these other artists who actually have rights over um, rights management over their own material are able to kind of bypass that. And they know that, like, if they just let the wave happen, they make more money in the long run. Like, mm. you know, I I you know these dance challenges and things of that nature like if you just let people go on tiktok go on youtube make all these dance videos like then that's more advertising you get all of the money 
from like you know the sync licensing and everything and then you end up making more money in the long run because those videos stay up but mm. for whatever reason you know they'll block all of that stuff off of facebook tiktok and youtube you know and it's and just that, because they're dude these companies are dinosaurs and run by old white dudes okay like they just don't get the internet they don't understand it and like <laughs> and i need my son to fix my phone yeah and i'm I like can't you know, access my email <laughs> yeah i just don't get it man but yeah as it's it's i don't know well i mean i can i and i get that there's a certain thing to be said for um you know how how copyright stifles creativity um and and it, it it stifles innovation and it keeps us stagnant and i get also that like these major labels are fucking ridiculous with how they manage these uh the these copyright protections etc um what i don't or what what makes me laugh a little bit is the self-righteous behavior that dancers have when it comes to like their shit being taken down uh, because, you know, they didn't have the rights to the music or like they, you know, they pretend they do and then they get caught, etc. And I think I got this from uh, my ex who was a uh, dancer in the swing dance world. And a lot of that music is, you know, she knows a lot of the musicians that are making the music that, uh, you know, um, that dance videos are done to and then taken down, etc. And she's like, you know, it's one you don't quite understand like how uh, how how some musicians like survive off of these royalty checks, you know. Mm. Um, but like dancers will turn around and be like, "Yo, like it's I I'm I'm just uh, what was it like I'm I'm helping their career, etc." I'm like, "Yes, Drake needed you doing your dance to help his career." you you are absolutely right man like no dude but the thing is okay as a musician and as a dancer they're right unfortunately they're right because like think about what the 2c slide would have been if there mm -hmm. wasn't a dance challenge that wasn't posted everywhere mm -hmm. like imagine like the revenue that would have been lost if every single time they did a 2c dance uh 2c slide challenge yeah like they took it down instead of allowing for the, you know, ad revenue to flow through Facebook and ad revenue to flow. Like I just got my quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, mm -hmm. 2019 checks from Facebook from my music being synced, you know, and that was like a good chunk of change. Mm -hmm. Same thing with YouTube. If you just allow these things to happen, you know, allow your music to be in playlists, like someone has to cut a check someone mm -hmm. because it's on the platform because, mm -hmm. you know, these aren't, they're not publishers. They're just like kind of, you know, they're hosts, but they're not publishers of the content. So because they're hosts, advertising revenue comes in to fund the business itself, regardless of what's on it. So someone has to cut you a check if it's there. And like, you know, when it comes to these dancers, they are increasing the brand opportunity and the brand awareness of all of these songs. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I think that like artists, especially musicians, need to be a little bit more savvy about like that kind of thing. Because like, I mean, if you're, you know, someone who's like part of a jazz band, one jazz is the le second least popular genre of music in the world. So like, you know, you're already not getting a whole lot of money in general. But if mm. someone posts a video of you doing that, if you like don't manage your, the rights to your music, of course mm. you're not getting any of that check. 
But if you had synced up to DistroKid, distributed through DistroKid, and all of your royalty checks were coming in, and also you signed up with a performing rights organization like BMI, ASCAP, man, I'm I'm, I'm dropping gems on y'all niggas, man. Dropping <laughs> straight, dropping straight knowledge, straight out of Brooklyn. Like, like I'm like straight up. Like if you did all of those things then all of that money returns to you and you don't have to interfere or block anything. And, and I can I, get behind I, that. I mean, I can, you know, I can, I'm not at the point where like I identify with like one viewpoint and then I'm like locked in, like you're mm -hmm. making some excellent points and it's causing me to reconsider my stance at the same time. Like I will stick by like, just, you know, we don't accomplish anything by bitching about it. Like, yeah. I mean, it, for all the dancers that, that get on social media and bitch uh, and don't do anything afterwards, they're just venting the fact that the video got taken down, like mm -hmm. find ways around the system, like reach out to local artists that are doing good shit, like form partnerships, like do grassroots movement, like figure something out. Because as of right now, nothing is is nothing is changing and nothing is likely to because at the end of the day, again, we are dependent on them. They don't need us. I mean, yeah. they, they could use us very well and we could have a, a beneficial relationship, but as of right now, they can still make their art and do their thing without us. And it's not the other way around. Yeah. And the, what's crazy is that like, you know, it's like kind of like a very, you know, venom Spider-Man relationship. It's like, you know, the venom symbiote definitely gets a benefit you know, but it's not like, you know, it has to be, you know, parasitic in nature and every, and I, I, I feel as though like when it comes to artists, especially like, you know, like because we haven't unionized, I mean, it's like one of the great, <laughs> one of the largest industries that hasn't unionized at all because there's no like union in order to protect the rights of artists unfortunately you have these larger corporations just kind of dictating what the rules are and what and right now it's like the wild fucking west like you can't you, you you can't like just let your music just be out there because someone will like you know if you die someone will buy the rights to your music and then they can dictate what exactly happens with your music it can be blocked anywhere and it and and there should be a universal system or a third party where people can license their music. But unfortunately, when it comes to those third parties, they are also like the Wild West. And you have in order to get a selection of certain songs as like even a DJ, you have to like buy a license from a rights organization for their particular catalog. If you want to even play the music as part of a DJ set or play it in a store and like these like rights organizations to agree to anything it's hard as shit so we need the government to step in and our government is uh incompetent as hell so i'm not like too optimistic about it but you know our government is in a word garbage garbage, garbage le, go, you know. le garbage <laughs> um yeah. so shifting gears a little bit i mean one more good thing because i'm starting to feel this uh this booze kick in uh I love what I'm seeing regarding activism uh, mm. uh, in this day and age. I mean, we've already had a, a discussion uh, posted about um, uh, anti-blackness in the, in the dance scene, etc. Uh, a lot of the guests on the end of the world um, have been activists and, and very vocal dancers on social media. And it is fucking beautiful to see, especially when they know their shit, they're doing the anti-racism work and they know what the fuck they're talking about because point by point, seeing them like 
just lay shit out for people and, and, and providing this education is this beautiful aspect of social media that I, I don't think it's enough credit um, because I've seen it done also so poorly over the years as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely like um, the activism a lot. I'm, you know, and I feel like it's just, you know, a lot of it is um, self-reflective, which is nice because I mean, you can't really change the world unless you, uh, you know, can change your own behavior. And then like, you know, starting with your behavior is like a good, a very good step starting with your own behavior. Because I mean, I think that like, as people, we always have like a tendency to be a little, sh- to get into our schadenfreude a little bit too much. And, you know, oh, so tear- fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> want to tear people down, but like to see like a lot of people just self-reflecting on, you know, the ills that they've done themselves you know it's really good to see and then like being able to also do that extra legwork in order to resolve the problems like locally in your community and try to make it like because you know not all of us have the power and sway and like to make you know these huge sweeping impacts but you know all of our choices unfortunately you know because we don't live in a vacuum like they definitely affect everyone else so to see that you know is really it's really nice to see yeah, especially I mean, like, you know, like I've had, you know, you know, I've seen it all. I've seen people that used to be like extremely racist be like, hey, I used to be uh, super racist and I used to say a bunch of crazy wild shit. That's not me anymore, but I'm sorry for saying it. And I know that like and I'm like, oh, man, geez, that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, politically speaking, it's like watching um, it's a little bit like what was going on 10 years ago with the uh, the Arab Spring. You know, they use mm-hmm. social media to mobilize an entire movement of the youth. Um, and it's it's to see it happening right now in this this exact moment is really energizing and encouraging. Uh, yeah, for sure. Especially knowing that, like, you know, now we've gotten to the point where there's enough momentum behind certain political organizations and, you know, lobbyists that are working, you know, for community rights rather than corporate rights. Um, you're starting to see them get momentum and thankfully they're getting a lot of funding, you know, and it sucks that like, you know, people like dancers, which is like one of the lowest paid paid professions, period. If you do it full time, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of people don't do it full time. They, you know, kind of dabble or like, you know, they do it full time and they're also working full time jobs. Kudos to all of you. Okay. (laughs) Like, let's just like tip of the hat salute fucking fire shots in the air air horns like to you for like you know putting in all of that work but yeah like you know to see like these organizations get this funding and to see you know like governors and mayors like actually have to like even if they don't share the same political views as their people be able Mm. to acquiesce and understand them you know yeah and like and it's all because like you know people are just gaining that momentum and dancers are doing their part and that's really nice to see sweet yeah well that said social media is garbage i hate it i hate it i hate it and let's talk (laughs) about all the bullshit that we see from dancers on our screens Uh, and go oh man uh Yo, I'm tired of all you spiritualists. All right, let's just like get <laughs> That's it. That's exactly let's... where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> Yo, I'm tired of all you you fucking amethyst crystal having ass, fucking chakra having ass, fucking vegan diet having ass. And I'm not judging. I have a plant based diet too. So let know that this comes from love. I you do not open the fifth gate 
through soy, okay? It's just like you don't stop. Like, stop being a dick about it. Just stop yeah. being a dick about it. Just, just stop being a dick. Like yeah. that's the main thing. If you like, I have convinced my family, fried chicken, collard green eating motherfuckers, to like have meatless Mondays. Why? Because I said I love you. I care about your health. I want to see you live a long time. Guess what everyone's doing now? They eating fruits, vegetables. They eating flaxseed. They didn't even know what flaxseed was. We have black people with lower blood pressure. Okay. Mm. Like it goes as far as mm. just expressing love. I mean, it's weird that some of y'all niggas are out here, like, you know, <laughs> like talking about all this peace love shit. And then as soon as you shift over to anything, that like gets your blood pumping y'all are like ready ready to tear a nigga down like always oh, and i'm so done i am over it Stop oh being about it. dude like, i mean like veganism is one thing white mm -hmm. veganism is this whole other level of like elitism and bullshit and like you know like totally they'll they'll talk about like the benefits of a plant-based diet which awesome cool like if you're in it for health great i'm about it if you're in yeah, it for ethics or even you're... if you're an environmentalist like yeah. it makes so much sense Absolutely. i get it i'm doing it myself that, my friends that said okay. that said like they, they'll talk about it like well just do this this and this and i'm like you know just just switch over and it's, it's the easiest thing in the world i'm like cool man you don't live in a fucking food desert uh food desert so like you know you don't have uh uh you know fixed income uh, you don't have like all these other fucking limited barriers, like these barriers to entry. You know, you can afford to shop at Whole Foods every fucking week. Congratulations. That's awesome. I, for real, that's great. But like talking about like how quinoa is going to save the fucking world when at the same time, like you have brown farmers in South America being exploited um, to, to get you your fucking crops because there's so much of a demand for avocados and quinoa and all this other shit now. Like your veganism is not cruelty free. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, it is less cruelty and less cruelty towards animals and less cruelty toward the earth. I under fucking stand. I just wish y'all niggas would stop with this whole us versus them bullshit. And if this extends to a lot of different things. We'll get to those topics. But I see it the most in veganism. And mm. like, you know, like I'm out here, I'm listening to Dr. Michael Greger, too. OK, like <laughs> I'm like, you know, on plant based news as well. Like, I get it. You want to help the earth. You want to help the environment. You want to, like, fucking make it so that people are, like, you know. And, and like, it's frustrating when you see people, like, actively going against their own interests, you know, without all the inf in, in a, without all the information available to them. I get it. I understand. I, too, am frustrated. I have a father who is unhealthy as shit, refuses to not eat McDonald's and shit. It's like, mm. it, you, you, I get it. Mm -hmm. but on the other hand, I definitely am not going to convince him to eat more kale by calling him a piece of shit and calling him a murderer and calling him, like, you know, telling him he's destroying the earth and all this other shit. Like, sometimes bitter pills need to be swallowed, but uh, force feeding is a form of torture. Uh, so, and can we also talk about how, like, racism plays into it, too? Because, like, when the start of the COVID-19 thing happened, right? Um, yes, yes. you know, uh, there was a white dancer who, you know, runs a, a successful business in black culture, like posting about, uh, you know, he, he had this whole line about that's back when they thought that it started from people eating bats. He posts this article about it and his caption was, ha ha ha, Chinese people eat the weirdest shit. And I'm like, yo, that's hey, yo. some bullshit. Like, oh yeah, for real. And the thing yellow is yellow peril like much. 
yeah exactly and i'm like oh we gonna get into it my nigga we gonna get into it <laughs> um so uh black people i'm gonna just make this public service service announcement um uh, we can be racist, so uh, don't do it, okay? Just don't do it. Like, if you see, like, you know, an Asian person, oh, my God, that shit pissed me off. I'm just like, what did we fight for, yo, nigga? Like, we asking for all these rights. You can't just beat the shit out of an Asian dude just because he fucking is walking down the street. And do not go into this whole bat. I remember when that bat shit came out. Like, you know, like, oh, man, like, Chinese people eat the weirdest shit. And it's like, we don't know what the fucking started. We know that COVID comes from bats and can be from bats. But we don't necessarily know how the outbreak started. Like, you know, there was just some Asian child in the middle of Wuhan eating a bat. And then all of a sudden he starts coughing or something (laughs) crazy. Mutating and shit. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, chill, y'all. I also want to say, like, we have differing feathers, and I have differing views regarding this because I, I'm absolutely on the train of like racism equals power. So, like, mm-hmm. I believe that black people can be prejudicial and discriminatory. Racism, I think, it's a, a different level with that when it comes to like dealing with the non-black POC. But I think that's a topic for a whole other discussion. I just want to make oh, yeah, sure we have a sure. distinction. Like, you know, I definitely, you know, I understand where people are coming from because I know that, like, you know, when it comes to universities, that's how, like, I was taught, like, racism exists. Like, it's a power dynamic. Mm. But then I, like, look at the Webster Dictionary <laughs> definition of racism and it's like, you know, racism is, like, kind of the sub of a prejudice. So it's like, okay, you can be prejudiced. And if it's based on race, it's racism. If it's based on gender, it's, you know, something else that's, like, escaping me because words are hard with wine. Yeah, but that, um, but that also backs up, that backs up, like, every fucking, like, uh, straight white dude that gets on social media and he's like, oh, all I have to do to win this argument is to post the Webster's definition of racism. And they fucking do it like they're the first person to think of it. And it's like, oh, no, nah, yeah. man, actual racism and actual, you know, uh, sexism and homophobia and transphobia, etc., is all way more nuanced than what you're going to find in fucking Webster's. Oh, you yeah, know? for sure. And I, I get it. Like, you know, like it, it's frustrating because you know that the definite like you know you're working with more knowledge but you know that like you're arguing with someone who's not interested in the knowledge so like it's tempting to want to like you know make it so that the definition is like you know like very solidly on your side unfortunately like i know that like i can't in good conscience do it because i'm just like if i argue that the definition is different than like their the real definition that they know then like they're gonna just like push back even harder and i'm like okay fine nigga it is ra- like racism black people can't be racist but you know what's the difference our racism isn't overarching it's not institutionalized we don't have that much power your version of racism is like super for saying four and we're working with kyle ken my name so like <laughs> there's a very large difference between the two yeah i mean we can uh we can agree to disagree on this point uh and yeah. we can absolutely return to it in a larger discussion but back to what you're talking about this dancer spiritualists on facebook uh mm. particularly but any social media it's it they engage in what i call philosophy right and this is what, and I and I do this. It cringe. I cringe when I see that shit because, like racist shit posting, uh, I used to do it too when I was younger. So when I see it now, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Like I used to do this shit. And Facebook will remind me, hey, ten years ago, like you got on uh, online and, and posted this big fucking diatribe about love and the origins of matter and this and that. It's like, oh Jesus Christ! I have to read what idiot me from ten years ago was saying. So philosophy. Um, 
basically is just getting on and because you're a dancer because you like move beautifully and because uh you know people are on your dick about it you start buying into this image like yeah you know what i really am like this amazing and i do see how everything works and i have cracked the code of the matrix and i just want to say to end out my rant just because you smoke weed does not mean you understand metaphysics god damn yeah oh yeah dude like you know like and i understand like it's all about spirits and energy and everything and that's like a very uh you know observational a very um I mean, it's it's observational, but it's not even Socratic. And that's what kills me is that like, it's not a Socratic method by which you like kind of observe the way the world is and then like try to understand more of how it is. Because if that's the case, then you're constantly asking questions and you're not coming to conclusions, you know, because that is the Socratic method. You know, it's not the scientific method by which you have to like, you know, make sure that these theories like are contested by other theories and then like see where the truth lies in between like in order to find a fact like no like you know all this philosophy and shit and like you know they're just like oh man like sometimes like the things that they say are profound okay and sometimes like it can sound really good i'm really good at sounding good but like i said i am not the smartest person i am not the coolest monkey in the jungle shout this out to h and <laughs> Oh man, I had a fucking like finally a decent outlet where I could like fucking go and get like fresh for a reasonable price. And now if I ever go back to that motherfucker, I have to look over my shoulder because these dumb, dumb bastards had to run that stupid fucking campaign. Oh yeah, I know, right? Oh they're just like we didn't understand. I'm like, word? You didn't? Because, like, you know what sucks is that, like, okay, side note, we keep getting on these tangents. But side note, like, Europe's re- racism is not that much different than, like, fucking America's. Like, we were called, like, monkeys universally everywhere, and they still do it to this day. So, like, you can't claim that you just don't know, okay? You just can't. They you get racist, can't. racist as shit every Christmas. Yeah. Every fucking Christmas. It like December rolls around and you see all these motherfuckers with Black Peter and all this shit, like mm-hmm. inking their faces and stuff and doing the Al Jolson of, of fucking Northern Europe. And I'm like, oh fuck off. Oh yeah. and they say, Oh well, it's not a problem over here. You motherfuckers invented it. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just like, it's not a problem over here. And I'm like, yeah, because you guys are better at not acknowledging things than Americans are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, but yeah but when it comes to like dancers and shit i i like i just can't like just because like i know i get on this like like this high horse and i wax poetic and everything i know in 10 years i'm probably gonna cringe at all of like the philosophical posts that i put on facebook and whatever whatever like it is what it is i'm just trying to like you know at least be like the voice of reason i try my best you know like like I try my best to just find like the middle of like these arguments because like that's always how the truth is. It always is like somewhere in the middle, you know, most of the time. I mean, if we're if we're going if we're going like pure logic, I believe that's a logical fallacy as well that you've just said the uh, the the truth is always somewhere in between. And mm-hmm. I, there's a name for that fallacy. I just I can't remember what it is, but it's the middle path, etc. And I you know I I fall in that too, but it's just uh, it just weirds me out because it's like especially because a lot of these these philosophical posts that i see from dancers uh talking about the third eye talking about this and that i'm like yo 
nah, man, you, you just had some really good chronic. You don't actually know. Like, it's not like you fucking studied up on, on the third eye, on the concept of, of, um, you know, Kundalini or any of that shit. Like you just heard some shit that sounds cool. You don't want to do the work cause it's exhausting. And, and, you know, you got high and you got on Facebook, which yeah, is cool. Like, but like to, to have people, you know, to, to, to sell yourself like you are this, this, you know, something you're not is, is whack in my personal opinion. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, and unfortunately like, you know, a lot of like, we have such a hug box when it comes to art and like, you know, Ooh, like, hug <laughs> box. I have never like, what, what pray tell sir is a hug box. It's basically like everyone tries to be. And the thing is like, it's not exclusive to like, you know, dancers or, you know, conservatives, liberal. It's just like, you know, it's that bubble that you get into when no one wants to offend anyone. Mm. So like, it's always like nothing but positivity. And it's that fake positivity that like, Toxic you know, positivity. you don't want to step on anybody's toes ever. So you just like, even when they spout in some bullshit, like you just don't let your opinion be known whatsoever because it's like, oh, we don't talk about that here. It's like the, you know, it's like it, it's like not quite the Christian, like we don't talk about that at like the dinner table kind of shit, but mm-hmm. it's like just close enough. Like everyone's just like, oh my God, positivity, love, peace, and all this other shit. So they don't want to call you out on your shit. Like, and, bec- and because, that- because we didn't do that for decades, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, at least the decade that most of us has been on uh, social media, like the way we are, because we haven't done that we get all these other fucking white dancers getting on and saying the cure to racism is love and peace and fucking opening your third eye. It's like, no motherfucker. Like, no, it's practicality. Yeah. But you know, but what would, what would artists, artists know about fucking practicality? Most of us niggas don't even have 401ks. Okay. Like we don't, which leads into the next. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I don't want any advice from any of you niggas that like, you know, are really good at philosophy, but have nothing in the realm of practicality. Okay. Like, I know that you want to change the world and change it to where it could be something different, but at the moment, the world does work a certain way. And unfortunately, that means that you have to, like, make sure that your room is clean before you criticize everybody else's room. So if your room is dirty, my nigga, if you have, like, less money in your bank account, then you have shoes, my nigga. If you have fucking, if you don't have a savings, my nigga, if you don't have a motherfucking 401k, my nigga, you need to shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear shit from you. I don't want advice from from niggas that don't understand stocks okay i don't understand stocks but i'm not about to like give a bunch of advice to everybody else like the only thing i can do is like you know do discourse because i'm good at discourse i'm good at discussing things you know so maybe i can like have some advice there otherwise don't talk to me about where the world should be going when you don't even know where you are going okay Mm. i don't care about the motherfucking newest air maxes if you spent your money on that and a bunch of motherfucking expensive ass quinoa and some exec- more omega threes to lower your inflammation, and you haven't been to a doctor's appointment in a very long time. I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear. It. I mean, lack of health insurance for dancers is real, though. I mean, let's be uh, honest. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And I'm just like everyone's on Medicare and Medicaid and all this other shit. And like, you know, there's something to be said about how the U.S. has it tied to your employer. But if you're an independent contractor, it's like stupid expensive for like stupid no reason. expensive. Yeah, like you know, single payer healthcare. I get yo, I get it. But on the other hand, some of y'all niggas just need to get a motherfucking job. Nigga. Like it's just. Like... <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I um, yeah, when it comes to just 
the 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 subject of finance this is another aspect where people don't study up um where they think they have like a a basic thing of it which they don't they don't even know the basics but they will get online and they will talk some shit like they know what they're talking about you know and i i've never engaged in that particular form of fuckery but since i got myself a financial advisor like who actually like fucking went to school for this shit. And like, it's, it's his entire livelihood is helping people with their money. You get to see like the wide fucking difference of like the shit that he's telling you versus the shit that like has that, that the person with like 3 million YouTube views has, but he's talking about like, you know, fucking pyramid schemes and shit. Oh yeah. Wide difference. Oh my God. And like, can we say something about these damn pyramid schemes? Can y'all, the cash loom? Yeah, can y'all get off this Herbalife shit? Because like, <laughs> yo, people are still God, doing that. People are still, people are still doing that, man. God, like, damn. And the thing is, like, the only way to make money is to like, you know, have a bunch of people under you to sell a bunch of products to, and then you get a bunch of commission, and then like they get nothing because you know that's how pyramid schemes work. Yeah, like, cause they you got to go out and con your own people. I conned you, motherfuckers. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm you're not my problem. You know, for the love of God, y'all, please, like, just stop, just, just stop. I feel like you know this has like been code switch the episode because like I don't, I'm not talking <laughs> with like the normal diction that I usually do, like because some of this Chicago is coming out. No, my right? my girl, my girl listened to our our uh, discussion on race and like because I, I I let her listen to it first uh, before I put it out because I'm like yo. Um, I just want to know, am I on some bullshit here? Like, do I need to step back, etc.? And she's like, no, I really appreciated like how you guys discussed it, etc., etc., etc. The one note she had for me was that at the end, right? At the end of it, she's like, Yeah, I could kind of tell that code switching was going on on your end too. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. But also, um, I get really drunk and I'm talking with my friends and it just fucking spills out. And I have like, as a white guy, as a guest of this culture, like I am on a constant fucking thing of hyper vigilance to make sure that I don't start sounding like Jamie Kennedy from, uh, Miami's or Malibu's most wanted. wanted. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Because that is a constant fucking threat. You know, like I had I had King Charles like coming to my place in Los Angeles wearing a fucking velour tracksuit, velour tracksuit specifically made for him by this Japanese clothing brand. And he's like, Rob, you got to get yourself one of these. And I was like, Charles, that can never happen. And (laughs) and he looked at me, he's like, he's like, what? Why not? And I'm like, I just I just like I, I did the whole gesture like from head to toe with myself. And I'm like jamie kennedy malibu's most wanted and he's like oh yeah no that would be bad I'm like no yeah. shit no shit that would be bad yeah yeah king kong ain't got nothing on me yeah like you'd have to be a cool ass white dude you have to be like john b or like you know like you know what i mean like unless you uh, had an r&b career the works like i don't think you could pull that shit off. and i don't have a single fucking record out i mean i can go fuck up some karaoke like a motherfucker but i cannot i'm not gonna front and say that like i am living that life because i'm not i'm not and i'm, I'm okay with that i come to terms with that yeah but yeah, when i get drunk 
you'd have to be like in the video, like would job be like you know getting your hair cut at a black barbershop. <laughs> girl calls you at the phone. Yo, and, what yeah. hair? Yeah, it's just like motherfucking. Yeah, right. I can have, I can have, I can have the barber wax my shit. Like, I'll I'll come out of that motherfucker shiny as hell. But yeah, Mm -hmm. like your girl is just like, yeah, fucking. She, she's just like, when are you coming home? And she's like, oh yeah, I'm just having, I'm hanging with the fellas right now. <laughs> then, then, like the fucking piano comes in. Girl, let's talk about what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're talk- I mean, I think we should do a larger thing on code switching later, but um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's one of those things. Like I'm very aware of it, uh, and I I do my best to keep it at the very smallest amount because it's like whenever i go i'm fairly well traveled i've been to 17 countries in my life and if i'm in england like i fight to make sure i'm not doing the accents uh or any of that shit but a little of it comes out a little of the diction comes out you know it is it's just it's how our brains it's how mammals are wired with our mirror neurons when we're conversing with people we tend to like uh, subconsciously start picking up on their ticks, on their patterns, so that we can better have rapport with them. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it, most of the time it's not intentional, but goddamn. Yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know. Something about wine always brings out the uh, the, the 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 black scent, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a black yeah. scent if you're actually black, though? I mean, sometimes it is because sometimes that just isn't you. Like, if you were raised in like a suburban ass neighborhood, mm, like, true, and then, like, true, 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 and and then like you know, like it's just not part of who you are, and your parents don't speak like that, and they speak mm-hmm. very with like perfect diction and everything. Like, you know, like imagine like Angela Bassett's kids, like fucking, you know, like you know, being like, yeah, on twenties, cause I fucking fuck you up. Like, it'd be weird. Like, it'd be weird because you know that Angela Lord, Bassett true. speaks incredibly like fucking like you know perfect diction perfect enunciation all that shit like it's even weird when she's like in roles where she's supposed to be playing someone southern because you're just like angela you don't (laughs) oh what was weird was watching her play wakandan oh my god for real i was just like yo (laughs) do you understand that you have zero accent like you just sound like angela fucking fucking, what's his name ghost dog oh god ghost dog ghost dog fucking dude what's uh who played the advisor oh my god i forgot his name yo i don't want to talk about uh god, no i'm not gonna forrest mention whitaker. that feature thank you thank you forrest whitaker forrest whitaker as wakandan as well yeah that was a that was a whole other bucket of weirdness like great movie love the film but like i it was kind of a, like a, a jarring to hear like him and angela bassett but um yeah no when you're talking about like a um you you made this point about like uh 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 and yeah Angela Bass's kids black kids that that weren't raised with that like talking like that I feel so fucking bad because I used to make fun of my ex a little bit because her parents she was first generation American her parents mm-hmm. were Sudanese like they really did not talk like uh you know like the 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 popular conception of what black people talk like in America right like yeah, Iowa yeah. City like you know they're they're Sudanese Muslims really sweet people. You know, but she was raised to be American. You know, she was brought yeah, yeah. over as as a little child because they were fleeing fucking murder by by the state. You know, um, so it's, it, it was interesting to see like her coming up 
in this this weird caught between her Sudanese heritage and 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 faith and uh, all that with uh, you know being black in America and not really coming from like a hard uh, uh, hard hit like an economic like part of the country. Yeah. Um, and still like her taking on a lot of those popular mannerisms and, and, and affectations and shit. And I used to make fun of her for that. And like later on looking back, I'm like, Oh man, that was not, that was not my place to do that. Yeah. You know? It's not kosher because like, you know, the thing is like you reflect the people that you were raised around for show for show. Like, and you know, like I, I fucking was raised around like, you know, I'm from like my family's from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. There's like a little bit of that there. But then I came here when I was like, oh, like four, like four or five. And then like mm-hmm. I was raised around like a bunch of Latinos and mm-hmm. like, you know, like a lot of black kids, but black kids that were from other parts of the United States, a lot of Texans, a lot of fucking people from Atlanta and shit. Like it was a pretty diverse neighborhood that I lived in. But then, like, I'm hanging, like, in freaking middle school, high school, all my friends are freaking, like, white as shit. I'm listening to Linkin Park, dog. Like, Mm. I'm not, like, you know, but I still have all of, like, the other heritage I have because I'm always around my family. So there's always, like, you know, I can, I can, uh, you know, hello, my name's Kyle. Uh, How how are you doing? Like, I can do that shit. But then, like, you know. Uh, Let me be perfectly clear. Yeah, like, uh, well, uh. Let me be clear. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk to Michelle. But uh, yeah, <laughs> drinking we, this uh, white wine. Uh, it's hitting. Yeah, it's hitting. <laughs> it's hitting hard. And I, I, yeah. I know that uh, uh, Sasha and Malia would would disapprove. <laughs> they, they could see this right now. But I just have to say, uh, it's my time to cut loose. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Obama, like, you know, doing ad libs and shit. God damn, I miss that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, (laughs) Like, you know, I understand why people might disagree with some of his, like, foreign and domestic policies. You know, whatever. Like, you know, the president, like, is usually more of a figurehead. And it was cool as hell having Mm. a black, cool figurehead. You know what I mean? Like, every mom jean wearing beer brewing motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Like old pictures of him smoking a blunt <laughs> and shit. Of just, like with an afro, like oh. with a white girl right next to him. I was just oh, like, Barry. This nigga's too cold. This nigga's too cold, bro. He was <laughs> like, he was just like, he was just too cool, you know? Like, yeah. and everyone's just like, you know, how do you, how do you feel about uh, Trump? Because, you know, your current president's uh, really great, but like, seems like this Trump guy might win. It doesn't seem like it'll be great for you. And I'm like, yeah, mm. you're right. I don't want to go back to the United States, but my visa's almost up. So <laughs> wish me luck. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 old enough to remember being abroad while Bush was in office and having people yell at me about that or have like serious arguments and like, how could you vote for him again? I was like, motherfucker, I wasn't old enough to vote for him or no, against him. Nigga, like, like I was fucking were- like 17 when that second election when he got back in. You know, I wanted to vote for Kerry. Yeah, you know, for real, like, and I remember, like, being, like, you know, like, even when Obama was in office and people were, like, you know, against, like, his foreign policy, because, like, that was when we were trying our best to, like, kind of get out of, 
like uh you know the wars and occupations that we've been in and he was like you know his big thing was pull the troops home but like you know drone strikes had increased and like there was a lot of collateral damage from that and people were like how can you support him and i was like uh nigga i don't and also um, i was 17 when he was in office oh my god like it's like crazy <laughs> that you're not allowed to vote or do things at a certain age yeah you know fucking uh, but yeah but i mean anyways, he was, he was like best, answers and social media shit Oh yeah, no. That the back to the fucking topic that we're making an episode about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so question on our Obama impressions and shit. <laughs> uh, well, let me be perfectly clear. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rob's Rob's was really good. Um, so questionable business advice. Like, here's the thing too. Like, I'm seeing a meme circulating, or just like the sentiment, right? About um, yo, 10k ain't shit. Like you stop spending it on this, this, and this, and like get together with all your friends and make a business and who's making profitable this, this, and this. And I'm like, yo, that is really good advice, but you also are not doing that shit. You are just saying it. And then like having people like you're saying it for the likes, but you're not actually like, I'm not seeing like all these people like making their own businesses. You know what I mean? They're not like building and they're not, do, they're not practicing what they preach or not walking the walk. They're just saying some shit because it sounds cool and they they want some credit for it, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, they spread this, like, information around and it's like, you know. It's good oh, advice. Here's, 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 yeah, it's great advice because, like, you know, like, you establish an LLC. Like, this is something that I haven't done because I haven't, like, found a collective of people to start this with yet. Uh, but- you have never come to me with this. So whatever you say from here on out, just know I'm judging you. Okay, that's fine. You know, mm. I know that like, I'll see you at work on Monday. I, I am offended, motherfucker. I'll just like see you and you do the anime eyes, like half of your face is just like covered in shadow, and then it's just like one <laughs> eye. It's, oh man. All right, sorry. So you you we, haven't found um a collect- a collective yeah. of people to do this with, but essentially, and also like I don't have like the credit in order to establish business credit yet or personal mm-hmm. credit. Okay. Establish business credit. So All right. you know, you establish an LLC. And then okay. like, you start the name and you have different people listed as partners. And then you, you know, you know, take out with the business credit or the collective credit that you have from the people that are in the company, you have like a line of credit established and you open a loan. But then like after opening the loan, you do not spend the money and you just pay back the loan itself. Mm. Like, you know, and like essentially if you take out the loan, but then pay it back, like mm. but over time and then just like you know have some extra money added in increasing the interest then you can take out a larger line of credit then sure. you can actually invest in different assets such as i mean it can be anything it can be stocks it can be bonds like you don't want something liquid you want something solid like such as like property something that isn't going to diminish in value yeah and then after that you know maybe you rent out the property maybe you manage the property you know or like you know like maybe you sell off the bonds you know but mm-hmm. like make sure that it's a long-term investment so that you don't have to pay um, capital gains on it. And then, you know, you, everybody cashes out and then like you have a nice, you know, like kind of nest egg of like actual fluid cash that you can use for further investments, you know, easy, like easy shit takes a long time, might take like 10 years, but at the end of those 10 years, maybe you guys are all like maybe 50 to a hundred thousand dollars, like richer. And that's, um, that's definitely enough in order to like invest more and then continue that growth of wealth. Right. Mm. I can't. I, I cannot tell you how offended I am that you have not come to me with this. 
Uh, mostly because I don't have my shit together. Um, oh, because, okay. Like, remember, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, you know, like, when you're making, like, 15 an hour, but you also have other expenses and loans that are, like, oh. still kind of outstanding, you know, from education and things. Of Hurts that my soul. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, medical bills and things like that. It's kind of hard to establish the credit necessary to actually do that. And I don't want to go in on something with somebody else and then have my credit affect like where their credit goes. I see. And that's okay. necessarily fair to anyone. Same reason why, like, you know, you should never like, you know, get an apartment with somebody who's got like low ass credit, even if their <sighs> income is great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's, that is what it is. So that's why I haven't done it. But you know, if anyone so, was down, they're just like, yo folk, I got you, man. I got you, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, great advice, right? Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see any of these niggas doing that. And then like, you know, like, and the people that are starting businesses, like they're usually, you know, pretty silent about it. Like, I mean, who do I know who has like a, like a, like a legitimate business that's actually like making, you know, a certain amount of revenue fucking, uh, what is it? They're like a couple of people with clothing brands that we know in the community. Yep. Great. Yeah, I want to shout out specifically to um, Greg Weathersby. Greg Weathersby. Well, first off, Greg Weathersby in Chicago uh, for millions. He's doing his thing. He's a rapper. He's part of the crew Havoc. Um, And his brand is like really taken off over the years. I've seen that grow. Obviously, Ant and Tao, uh, who are my crewmates uh, in Creation Global. Um, They have a brand called artifact um that you know uh claims to be for the street culture um they've done a lot of good for other dancers um and you'll see ants work in videography in oh, a this nigga. bunch oh a bunch, a bunch of famous dancers so, yeah his videos are so clean shout, shout out to that nigga ants every yeah. single time he posts a video of like god damn this is quality like you know he'll do like and he's like really good at like the kind of editing where you're like uh, messing with the positioning yes and then like it adds impact to like movement of dance. oh yeah let's just like you know like a light feet i don't know what the fucking light feet thing is but they swing your hands and you do the stomp thing i don't know i don't know anything about the culture but like it, it he'll do that and then like the whole fucking camera will zoom in and then it'll zoom back out and they'll be yeah. like oh goddamn artifact Ants, Ants, one of those dudes. Uh, well, first off, I mean, he stole my entire look. Like the the bald white guy with the beard doing <laughs> Chicago footwork. I mean, I was rocking that shit two years before he got on that train. You want some bullshit, Ant? You know that, right? <laughs> um, I mean, he's he's got. We do not agree on a bunch of things, um, and there's. There's certain stuff like with his social media presence and stuff that he, he speaks on uh, regarding uh, queer and trans folk that I absolutely take issue with, especially because the brand is representing street culture. And a lot of street culture we have because of queer people, queer black people. So that's a whole other thing. That said, yeah. Ant and Tao have put in fucking work over the years. Uh, I remember when they joined Creation. I remember when they started Footwork. They were students of Seiku Hero in New York. Shout out to Seiku. Um, And so regardless of whatever personal differences of opinion that we have, like I cannot ever say that these these two have not put in the work. Uh, Very hardworking uh, individuals and a very hardworking collective brother-sister team. So... Shout out to Ant and Tao 
seize up creation crazy um yeah so those are two we got millions by uh grego we got uh artifact by uh ant and i don't know if it's ant antal doing artifact but definitely ants involved with that um and then uh, yeah i mean I, I don't know like i mean i stay off of social media just like you know in general like just to like kind of kind of like you know do a cleanse just because like the world is so noisy that you can't take all of that information in no. and like sometimes like i cringe so hard from seeing like my own posts and then like seeing how similar it is to everybody else's posts mm -hmm. and i'm like you know am i being a free thinker or am i just following the crowd and then i'm just like ooh, in existential crisis i need to get off of this shit so then like you know i don't see all of like the business relationships that we see all i know is that one artifacts has some clean ass clothes uh too granted they do some uh clean ass videos also this nigga ant like looks way shorter in his videos than like he does in real life because i remember going to that creation anniversary and i was like oh this is like a fucking unit he was tall as shit i can never fucking tell like most people are short to me unless they're oh super fucking tall God. I remember just like, you know, he walked up the stairs. I saw him and he got closer and I was like, oh my God. It was like that moment of just like, yo, like it, it was, I don't know how to like describe it, bro. Like it was mm -hmm. just like, you know, like, <laughs> like you're like, ah, oh, he looks small from far away and I'm holding like my fucking samurai sword and it's just like, you know, the big ass boss monster just like actually <laughs> shows up and powers up and you just like, you're shook and then you do that thing where like, you know, like it's like anime like a drop of sweat like is going down and then you know continued in the next issue <laughs> yeah that's like weird i remember him being short but like that i'll take your word for it i'm 510 bro like I'm i don't i don't think size. i don't think homie was wearing platforms but no you know i can't i can't be sure though yeah i can never be sure but everyone's short to you though like you you just tall as shit <laughs> you just like true yeah. true yeah so the final, I mean, the last thing that I'm going to, uh, I want to bring up regarding this, because we got the good, we got the bad, and I think we're going to save the ugly for anybody who wants to get on Patreon and help us out. Um, but the bad, uh, conspiracy theories. Oh, my nigga. Conspiracy oh. theories on social Whoa. media from dancers. Dude. I and go shit when I was like, yo, when I was 18, I remember like Alex Jones was like a new thing, right? Oh, that fucker. And I remember like being like, you know, having all this information coming to you from like mainstream media and then getting one alternative source. And then all of a sudden you just like fucking believe it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I remember posting that like shit and just being like, whoa, like Alex, like he brings up a good point. And Kate, and oh, the thing is, no. like, you need to hip hop. I was like, KRF1. Whoa. This is crazy. Like, yo, Bilderberg group, bro. They're trying to poison everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a bunch of oligarchs that are trying to, like, you know, make sure that they have a foothold in society so that they can get away with, like, you know, all of these, like, crimes against humanity, which isn't untrue. Like, <laughs> let's just be clear. <laughs> it's not untrue. It's just that, like, Alex Jones and, like, you know, all of his constituents were working on these half-truths, but were also trying to sell products and increase their brand and all this other shit. And there's, like, so much of that so many bad actors just trying to exploit the paranoia of other people oh yeah and yeah. i mean like that meant like watching how he has harassed the parents of dead children 
over the past decade, like from Sandy Hook, mm-hmm. the massacre, like he's talking about their actors and they're paid and they're fake and he sicks his fucking followers on them. I'm yeah. like, yo, these people lost their babies and you are putting them through hell. Like there is no fucking retribution strong enough for Jones and his followers, right? Oh yeah, for and sure. When it comes, like, when it, it comes literally to literally like a good it was a good four months that I was just like, whoa guys, think about it. Don't be a don't be a sheep. Wake oh, up, sheeple. And here's the thing too, like uh very smart brothers, shout out to them. I fucking love uh their work. They do this article, uh this piece, it's something like going against the grain doesn't mean you're original. It just makes you a sheep with bad timing. Right? Wow. Being, being being contrarian doesn't make you original, etc. So they were talking about like Erica Badu uh, praising Hitler for such and such, right? Because it was this controversial thing, and it's like, no, I mean, nah, you just you're just looking where the other sheep are going, and you're gonna go the other way. It doesn't mean you're smarter, and it doesn't mean you're better. It just means, like, you know, for whatever reason, you decided to position yourself as a contrarian, and that honestly is like the laziest philosophical stance to take. Because you are dependent on what everyone else is doing. You really are. Like you're, you're seeing where the crowd's going first and that's gonna ter- de- that is going to determine where you go. That doesn't make you original and doesn't mean you're, you know, you're really thinking for yourself because you're looking at them first. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just makes it so that your point of view is contrary to theirs, but it doesn't necessarily mean, like, you know, it's all these people, like, you know, like, let's go back to Miss Owens for a second, because, like, it's like, people, like, well, she's like, I am a free thinker. Fuck off. Republican. And I'm just like, free thinker, vote Republican. Fallacy. Don't even go there. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, you can't claim to be a free thinker and then identify all of your points of view with an overarching, sweeping opinion. I'm not, like, I'll say it. I'm not a liberal. I'm also not a conservative. I'm just someone who just tries to figure this shit out like everybody else. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way, that's the way free thinking is supposed to fucking work. You don't identify all of your thoughts. Like, what did fucking Chris The Rock say? Like, fucking, you know, anybody who knows the answer to a question before it's asked is a motherfucking fool. And that's, like, that's just the way it is. And I'm tired mm. of you motherfucking conspiracy-ass niggas, like, talking all this bullshit about, like, you know, and, like, posting things, like, you don't even research before you post, dog. Like, mm. you know, it doesn't matter Thank what you. side of the aisle, like, any of this shit is, like, coming from. Like, if you don't actually Google anything, like, at least do the first step. Because Google will lead you to some fucked up shit. Too. Well, here's the thing, here's like, the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Like, with, with dancers in particular, like, I see so many things posted, so many controversial, inflammatory, conspiracy theory-based posts that go up. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, I, you know, I'm going to make a bet with myself and see if I can find the origin of this post within two minutes. It usually takes less than a minute for me to find that such and such is from a Russian bot or, you know, like some other seller of Discord or some disreputable source. It takes next to no effort. It's literally one of the easiest things you can ever do is check the sources on an article. You just post the fucking IP address or you post like the, the, the source name and then comma fraud, comma hoax, comma, et cetera, et cetera. And most of the, like some very few times I'll find like a legitimately posted source. Right. 
But most of the time you're like, oh yeah, these people are responsible for saying this, this, and this. And it's like, oh fuck. And nobody, nobody does the work. Dancers yeah, do okay. not do the work. Like going back to the philosophy, right? The, mm-hmm. you know, smoking weed and talking about metaphysics. We do what is easy, right? We get high because getting high is easy. And then, you know, we have deep thoughts about the universe and then buy into our own bullshit. There's no work to study philosophy. There's no work to like really go deep into the line of thinking about any of it. Right. So like, um, I know I'm going off on a huge fucking tangent and no, we'll that's bring not it back, I swear. Because like it's like so like it's it's very palpable this opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. But like yeah. for it's just there's no work done. It is the laziest fucking form of of thought and and it you don't need a college degree to to fucking be a philosopher. You don't need, you know, uh oh a pride predominantly white institution to tell you that your shit is valid, but you do need to put in some level of work that doesn't involve you going onto YouTube while high and scaring the shit out of yourself for four hours. You need to put into some actual work about like what philosophy and philosophers have actually like done before. So like this whole thing with the matrix, I really believe that that movie, as much as I love it has ruined our generation in terms of philosophy and, th- and thought, because the idea, the philosophical construct that what if the world is a simulation is not new. The Wachowski siblings, I won't call them brothers anymore because they're, uh, they're women now. They're um, the trans, both, both of them. them. Yeah. The, so they call the, the Wachowski siblings. Oh, I don't know okay. if actually That's I awesome. thought it was both, but it might just be one regardless. The, the Wachowski siblings did not come up with that idea that is hundreds of years old that was a french philosopher from like the 15 or 1600s that came up with that right and it's an excellent exercise asking the question is perfect it's it's beautiful because it forces you in all these avenues right Mm -hmm. but that's that's where it ends for our generation they ask the question they assume it's true and then they just go from there right there's yeah. no, there's nothing deeper than that. And the the movie did all the work for them. So all they say is like, you know, you'll get all these motherfuckers on social media. They're like, oh, I see the code. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. Oh, man. It's definitely become, I mean, I think that we definitely have much more of a uh, meme culture when it comes to like our generation and the generation like that's right um, under us, like the newest generation. It's very much so like redactive or reductive arguments or like viewpoints about a certain like you know level or like a certain topic or philosophy it's just like you know the idea behind the matrix and opening your uh, your your eyes man is to like ask more questions and then like within those questions you're able to control your environment because you understand more and the more knowledge you seek and the more knowledge you obtain the more you're able to control your own thoughts opinions and actions and that's, that's the first yeah my nigga but you gotta ask more questions yeah but that's that, like you don't post before you fucking no you don't post before you fucking know <laughs> But that's the first step that is only they and they leave it at the first step is asking the question, right? But doing yeah. your research means that you actually have to consider the source, right? You have to cite all your sources. You have to make sure that those people are, are fucking reputable as opposed to other motherfuckers like you that just got high and started typing weird shit and posting it as fact. And you just automatically oh, yeah. accept yeah. it. You have and, to like and, fucking 
you have to consider that, hey, this might all be bullshit. I might be full of shit. This guy that I follow might be full of shit. Like, let's 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 fucking go a little deeper. Find the source of the information. Was this stuff peer reviewed? Are there actual studies regarding this shit? Uh, like, did people do the actual work instead of just say they did? You know, can this shit be proven? Yeah. So when people when and when I'm talking, sorry, go on, you go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like I was about to like I'm just expounding upon your point. Yeah, that oh, is on. like the big like you must always be ready. Like you know the scientific method, and even the Socratic method always dictate that you must always consider the fact that you may indeed be wrong okay like you know that's the like you know a lot of these like oh i've met a couple of people that are dancers who are fucking always talking all this shit about like you know how like everyone's sheep everyone's dropping red pills bro but then like as soon as like they reach a conclusion they've stopped asking questions about it like it's like you know when it comes to this mask dilemma which shouldn't even be a dilemma because like we have lord you know like people talking about like oh you need to do your research masks are unhealthy you could inhale your co2 and it's just like no motherfucker when you breathe out co2 uh it goes through the mask and then you breathe in and there's oxygen there you fuck like i just well what, what was it the uh did you see schrodinger's mask no, I have not. So for those who don't know about Schrodinger, there he was this, uh, uh, I forget what he actually, what was he a philosopher or was he like just, he oh, was he some was form of scientist. Like the, the idea is um, always about um, causality. So like Schrodinger's cat is um, you put a co- uh, box with like a, there's a box and there's a cat in it. And I'm so thankful look- for you right now, Kyle. I'm so yeah. thankful <laughs> for you. I'm too drunk to remember fucking Schrodinger. <laughs> yeah. So Schrodinger. You ever like, get so it. fucked up you forget about Schrodinger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so sorry. I've been Physicist, there. put a cat in a box. He, like, you know, the, it's a thought experiment. Like, basically, it's about causality. And it also illustrates, like, that, you know, the causality of, like, you know, you know, the, like, location and also position and speed of the rotation of an atom. But, you know, that's uh, going further into it. But essentially, when you have something that you is unknown, there is, like, a status um, to you that is both, like, true and untrue so like you know the cat could be alive and it could be dead but because you don't actually know the status until you actually open up the box like you know you can't actually see whether or not something is true so it exists in a state where it is um both you know potentiality and dead yeah you know yeah so so yeah so schrodinger's mask is the mask that is flimsy enough to let bacteria and viruses in and yet at the same time rigid enough or solid enough to keep co2 uh from from escaping and oxygen from entering oh my god my nigga as if as if (laughs) as if oxygen atoms are like somehow larger than viral like you know than particles that make up a virus you know oh oh, dude like i and like as if healthcare workers don't wear masks continuously for 12 hour shifts and as if hours sometimes yeah my nigga like as if as if korea and japan when they they wear masks during fucking flu season to reduce the amount of flu and people will keep arguing well man what about the flu the flu's like more deadly than coronavirus first of all nigga no it's not not. higher um you know and even if it's higher by five percent that still makes it more deadly which means that you should still take precautions like you know people wearing masks during season in order to reduce the amount of like you know like viral load in the air 
you know, like just to protect other people should have been a practice in the US like a long time ago. Like, let's just like get that out of the But that that goes against our country's ethos of go it alonism, right? And, yeah. and that, that's conservatism, conservatism for whatever virtues it can claim, which many are dubious. Uh, one of the faults that I've seen is consistent and it's selfishness. It's all about you fuck anyone else as long as me and my my own get ours right and this is the thing like even when conservatives are trying to like be charitable or trying to be helpful right or have uh the right intention it's still like it's still selfish so like when i was uh full like for those who don't know both feathers and i work in the electrical trade right so i was working at this uh warehouse in um, amazon um uh in aurora a few weeks ago and i had this other this guy from this other trade come up to me i'm like the only one in this crew of 60 guys that still wears a mask right i i don't give a fuck i'll wear my full ppe this guy from a whole other company whole other trade comes up to me he's like hey brother you don't need that like you just all you got to have is uh, apple cider vinegar like i fucking had the coronavirus like two weeks ago and i just like drank a bunch of that and it cured me right up right etc i was like two points with this right first off you probably just had the common cold just because which is also a coronavirus right just because you get a coronavirus doesn't mean it's the novel coronavirus it doesn't mean that you have covid19 you just had a cold right you rested it was fine just because this fucking pandemic is here doesn't mean the flu goes away doesn't mean streptococcus goes away doesn't mean the fucking uh common cold which is also a coronavirus goes away all these things are still in play you got a less serious thing good for you also hey it's great that you are looking out for my well-being i guess but at the same time i'm not wearing this for me I'm wearing this so that if I happen to be sick and not know it, I don't get you motherfuckers sick. But that thought doesn't enter your mind. It doesn't you the the concept of like trying to care for other people and keep them safe is not a thing for you. And that's really fucking depressing. And thirdly, eat a dick. I'm not coming up to you saying you should wear a mask, even though you should, right? You're going out of your way to come up to me to talk to me about my fucking conduct when I'm trying to keep people safe eat a dick yeah. end of rant and like yeah and i can't stand that shit because like you know like they keep posting all these fucking memes where like you know the they show the picture of the mask and it's like it, this mask does not protect against covid19 and it's like yeah nigga it doesn't protect you but if you have coronavirus if you have covid19 uh guess what my guy it actually protects other people from yo ass but you don't want to protect anyone from your ass and i know some of y'all going raw and like all these other like, yeah like, just fucking like going crazy driving drunk and everything else because you don't think about anyone else yeah like you know it takes like i have so many co-workers that like fucking drove drove drunk ran into something or someone and Jesus. now all of a sudden they're just like oh man i get it now and I'm like you didn't get it before you didn't know that like you know doing something so that you had some sobriety so that you were sober so that you could like you know be safe like a little bit safer for yourself 
but more so it's about other people like would protect you know broader society and you just ran over someone like and they're just like oh man it's bullshit that i had to go to jail I'm like yo no no it's not my nigga you endangered other people and honestly if we made it so that like you know if you, i mean if we made it so that everyone who got contact traced that infected someone like got a fine and didn't was like caught not wearing a mask in a public place oh i bet y'all niggas would like you know be able to to like acquiesce on some of those demands but no it's all about your rights and your comfort you fucking bitch ass man i don't want to see another thin blue line ar-15 carrying picture from y'all niggas i don't want to see nothing it's, from any of y'all it's and the I most don't care delicate yeah, go on. You delicate ass niggas. And like the fact that you believe these do your research, bro. Do you do your research? I've done my research. And every single time I try, you know what about matter of fact, I try to prove myself wrong. I tried. Every time I try to Google, hmm, well, do masks not work? Like masks, like I fight Google, masks don't work for COVID-19. It's literally the first link is an article where they said that it, they didn't work, but then they retracted their statement upon getting a larger sample size. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> is yep. that all it takes? Is that, that all it takes? And my that's, guy? The, that's the thing too is, uh, oh God, drunk brain, work for me. Work for me, please. We were on a roll. man, booting, buffering. <laughs> Kaioken. Um, <laughs> times Third 11. Game. Gate of life open. <laughs> okay, so okay, got it, got it, got it. So this is the one of the last, hopefully, things I'm going to say about conspiracy theorists on social media, aka dancers on social media. Right? Yeah. When somebody tells me to do my research as a response to me providing evidence that they're wrong, right? If you are going to come and make a statement. Right. If you are going to say masks do not work, right, you do not get to say do your research because there's something called the onus of proof. Right. Mm -hmm. The onus of proof states that the person that makes the statement has to back it up. They have to provide their resources. They have to provide they have to cite their sources that leads them to believe such and such, right? And if your source is some fucking YouTube video from some random dickhead who you don't know, right? Then that's not evidence. That does not qualify as evidence. Peer-reviewed studies, motherfucker, right? That is evidence. Oh, that, yeah. is, that is verifiable. Like there's a reason people follow these methods because we can be, it can be traced, it can be proven, it can be like recorded, Right. And it may not be perfect, but it is the best source of information we have for vaccines. If there's a fucking meta, if there's several meta studies and a meta study is a compilation of a hundred studies, if there's multiple hundreds of studies that say without a doubt that vaccines fucking work, you cannot fucking come out with some dipshit like YouTube video that says they don't. And like, you know, honestly expect that to be taken into consideration against meta studies. You fucking asshole. Yeah, and like, you know, it's crazy seeing dancers of all people, like people that like, you know, got into this shit, like, you know, like you can accept that all of these like cultures can blend together. You accept like the perspective of all of these different cultures and the inspiration, but you don't want to ever accept the fact. But I guess like that's to be expected because some of these people like were only in it in order to like fucking, oh, oh no, 
Should I say that? I'm gonna go say on. Uh, fucking like some of these, some of y'all niggas are just like in this whole like dance culture shit for yourselves anyway. Like you, you like the feeling of like being above people. You like the feeling of like dancing better than other people. You love the feeling of like having a skill set and everything. But you don't really give a shit about like you know actual like dance. Like you just like kind of do it and then, or the like, culture. You know, you know, like, you know, like your position in the culture or like with your skills is like somehow like, you know, to inflate your own ego. So is it really that surprising that like, you know, you would like let your ego make it such that you don't ask any questions? Not really. It's just disappointing. It's disappointing to see, like to argue on with B-boys mm. about this shit. I'm just like, yo, you're a B-boy. Like, you literally got into an art form that is an amalgamation of knowledge from multiple cultures and places. The Started only by thing black that you people, should be though. doing when it comes to anything else is following any method that leads you to additional knowledge. My guy, my boy, <laughs> my girls, my, you know, gender neutral people. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Shout like, out to my non-binaries out there. We yeah, have like... Yeah, no, there's a... There's a there's a percentage <laughs> that listen to the show, actually. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Hey, so, shouts out to y'all. Like, you nah, know, for like, real. God bless. I mean, uh, it's scary to go and do your own thing, but shout out to you for doing it. Yeah, for real. Like, it's hard enough. Like, I know what it's like to be like just you and then just be persecuted for it. Oh, <laughs> you know? fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, I couldn't imagine like, like having the option to hide it and then having enough shame to like where like you feel as though you're forced to. So, you know like if if black people could like chameleon their way through life i'm sure that a lot of us would be white if we could fucking help it but we can't Mm. you know what i mean word yeah but anyways uh shouts out to ncbi.nlm.nih.gov for all of the fucking information that you can literally get uh for um any you know like if if you don't believe me like at least be believe these niggas because like they have charts, they have statistics, they have studies. Everything we can get. we will post we will post this in the show notes. So oh uh, yeah yeah like you know like that's the place where you can get knowledge on all kinds of things. Okay, like and the thing is, if you know how to read scientific journals, which I mean, not everyone's a dork like me and just like read scientific journals. <laughs> <in their spare time. laughs> oh my god but if you do you'll definitely feel as though that you don't know shit and you should always feel like you don't know shit okay Mm -hmm. every day so um yeah absolutely i want to i definitely want to second that so uh this my last my last point when it comes to conspiracy theorists with a dancer conspiracy theorists on social media right Mm -hmm. um is that it just kind of ties back in with what we've been talking in terms of verifying your information, citing your sources, right? I've had, I have dancers that I respect activists that I respect talk to me about the Illuminati, right? Um, society do exist. Illuminati. So here's the thing. And and I will, I will call bullshit. Right. And they will be like, Oh, you really think that the government's on the up and up? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Oh God, no, no, it's, it's verifiable. Like the government has fucking assassinated black leaders, actively worked to suppress the black community. Um, d- you know, they, they put policies in place that um, uh, basically try and, and, and regulate and, and cull and maintain like, like black people like their li- livestock. Like you can go and actually like 
verify that these things have happened and are happening now, right? And so the government, there's definitely some shady shit going on. That is without a doubt. But when you tell me that there's a secret cabal of of fucking leaders trying to do such, you know, they're, they're controlling every aspect of what's going on in the world right now and everything that's bad can be traced back to one source. Like, first off, I get the desire to do that. Real life is messy and uh, complicated and chaotic. And so Mm -hmm. it is our tendency as a species, as a people, to try and boil everything down to something simple. That's why we we created mythologies. So like, why is there thunder? Well, because there's fucking giants in the sky bowling and shit, obviously, right? <laughs> you know, because it made sense of this thing we didn't understand. So it, it in a, and in a world right now when everybody is pitted against each other, when there's all this chaos and bullshit and people are suffering, it is really tempting to want to believe that there's one source that we can blame everything on. Right. And I I get the desire for that, but you also have to prove it. And every time I fucking say, okay, show me your evidence. People always give me these bullshit YouTube videos. Right. And it's like this, this, well, this isn't evidence, you know, and they want, look, look, they want clues. They're leaving clues. I'm like, well, if they wanted to stay secret, why wouldn't, why would they give you clues? What, 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 what? And I'm like, okay, fuck off. Like you're wasting my time. And the fact that like, it's always just like, oh, they're hiding in plain sight because that's like part of their actual cabal. I'm like, yo, no. And I remember being like, you know, very impressionable 16, 17, 18 and like believing some of this shit. I remember watching Zeitgeist and like, you Uh know, what and all that other shit and just being like whoa man fucking whoa like but also once you like do some additional like work when it comes to your research um a lot of that shit uh doesn't really hold up by scrutiny but even if it did even if it was true um <laughs> let, 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 let me just uh state this right now it's inconsequential okay mm. like even if they were fucking goats and like sacrificing cows and like painting their blood with pentagrams and then like having secret meetings in black robes with torches and shit. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you don't care about what they do in their spare time for like whatever freaking God they praise or devil they praise or whatever. Anyway, what mm-hmm. you care about really is what they're doing to you and what they're doing to you. If they are controlling the economies, if they are sabotaging black communities, if they are making it so that business and profit comes first and power comes first and that they're, you know, like, and they're doing like a lot of, a lot of underhanded things and like very fucked up things, like with all of their power, then uh, concentrate on those because all of those things are very provable and inadmissible in court. So then like, if you can take them down on that, maybe it's better than like looking for a fucking eye in the goddamn dollar who cares about the do- the like all seeing eye. It doesn't mm. matter like what matters is what they're doing yeah i don't give a fuck like i know plenty of people that like wear upside down crosses but they don't have like you know like a bunch of like political power and sway and like you know have enough money to have people assassinated and also like a suicide also (gasps) also the satanist hillary no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) and john podesta um yeah but, (laughs) but also like the actual satanists that i do know are some of the nicest people i've ever met so that's a mind fuck all in and of itself but um 
so we got a few more points we're going to talk about, but to get to that information, let's um, do some part three up in here. Let's yo, go. We got a part three coming and we're going to do that right now, but we have reached the end of this specific podcast because we're almost two hours. Nobody's going to listen to that much. And if you, if you are with us for this long and you want to listen to more of our bullshit, um, patreon.com slash drinking and dance, um, become mm-hmm. a donor, help out the team and you can get all of the, um, the real unfiltered uh, bullshit that we're about to talk about. Um, all of the unreleased footage is on there. And that is for our people that are, are trying to support the cause. Um, but if you, uh, and I get it, like right now we are in hard, hard socioeconomic times. If you ain't got the money, that's, we get it right. Hopefully you had enough fun on this journey with us. And know that we're going to keep releasing more shit as the time goes on. Um, but if you want to help support the show and you don't got any cash to spend, we get that too. Uh, write a review on Apple Podcasts. We are, on, we are on Apple Podcasts now. It's the easiest way to help other people find our show. It's just writing a review. Let them know why they should listen to this portion, why they should listen to Drinking and Dance at the End of the World. If you find any value in it, if it makes you happy, just let people know um and also as, like like and subscribe it, oh sorry go on oh yeah as a matter of fact like if it makes you mad if you think uh, if you think they're like you know like any feedback is good like you know what like, pushback is also good if you yeah. get a if you give us a one-star review and you're just like this is problematic matter of fact make your opinion known talk that shit okay absolutely like, we need to know because there's plenty of times when we can fly off the handle and spout all these things that we think are facts and then like think that we're above other people matter of fact if you got a problem with something let it be known let yes, it be known please please I'm, me. I'm so i'm so happy that you said that because that's absolutely true like we at the end of the day we don't know shit and you yep. know i'm you know kyle's black uh he he has an experience of oppression I'm polyamorous, which, you know, I have a, it's the, the diet seven up of fucking oppression. Like, (laughs) you know, like I, I don't have, like, I can be legally fired because I'm not a protected class and I can have my kids taken away if I had kids. Right. It's not, it's not super oppressed. And you know, there's not a lot of positive role models in, in media. So there's a diet seven up of oppression, but like that said, at the end of the day, like we're still straight dudes in america yep. so we have blind spots I mean, we have implicit give or, biases give or take i mean honestly like you know there have been a couple of dudes where i'm just like mm. well i mean yeah i mean cool. yeah i mean for like tay Diggs, come on now oh um, my god you dropped the one you dropped the one dude, <laughs> oh dude, my god saying, it's a spectrum i don't give a fuck but um Yo. that said that said that said um yeah. we are not above uh learning more and we know that we have implicit bias so you know Mm -hmm. if you if you hear something say something that said um you can actually do that uh on the anchor app so we have a feature i want to let you guys know about it's a special feature you can go on to anchor.fm if you get the anchor app you can go on to anchor find our podcast uh drinking and dance at the end of the world and you can leave us voice messages and i encourage you to do that Make your voice known, and if you say some shit that really makes us laugh, uh, you might hear yourself on an episode. So leave us some messages, uh, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you listen, Um, and just, yeah, be good to each other. Uh, Feathers, is there anything else you want to leave the people? Uh, I just want to leave y'all with um, 
matter of fact, you about to listen to this like episode. Like if you're with us this far, like I know you about to listen to this damn episode. So like just like come on board. Just come on uh, like cuz it's about to be straight ratchetness, okay? Like I'm <laughs> I'm sipping coffee and I've got wine and cider in me. Like let's go. Like come on, come on down. Come mm. on down. Come on down to Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Love that chicken for poppers. Louisiana fans. Oh, God. All right. We'll talk about Aunt Jemima in another second. Uh, Also, edit this part out, uh, Rob, because I have to use the restroom. Oh, maybe don't edit it. I'm going to as well. uh, Yeah, we're good. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. I'll be right back. (laughs) Yeah, that said, um, yeah, so this has been uh, Feathers and Celtic uh, signing off. Uh, we will endure, we will grow, and we will overcome. God bless. Dance After Hours is a facet of drinking and dance at the end of the world and is a collaboration between Rob Celtic and the one and only Feathers. That's F-T-H-R-S. All music on the show was produced by Feathers and you can find his new EPs on Spotify as well as Bandcamp. If you like what you hear and you want to support the show, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, write a review and tell your friends about us, and visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash drinkinganddance to gain inside access to the full collection of our recordings, as well as other bonuses. Thanks for stopping in, and be sure to come through again. We'll save a seat for you. Mm-hmm.